This is There Goes My Money. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another There Goes My Money episode number 26 on this fine August 2nd, which is a Wednesday at time of recording. Today, we have that John D and HMR4EVR on Twitter, the headmaster Don and John DeLuna and myself diecast at diecast2 on twitter and let's go ahead and get into the first item let's not waste any time and we have dx9's d13 montana which this is their first attempt at a uh breakdown it sure is he's very boxy (laughs) it's very very g1 G1. very g1 uh that's that's breakdown that there is no question about it. Uh, <laughs> yes, it looks good. It's just, I guess, after fa- after me getting the fans, uh, the fans project stunicons, and kind of being disappointed with how that turned out, I, I really don't see me ever going after the stunicons again. It's just, I'm just kind of burned out on them. And he's about seeker sized, I guess, is the closer. He's, you know, they have him in some masterpiece uh, shots. And I guess the Seeker is the closest in height to him. Yeah, it's going to be big. Yeah, I, I mean, these are retailing for, for $99.99 a piece uh, mm-hmm. for all four limbs. And then Motormaster, which is also up for pre-order, D14 Capone is $159.99. So this is going to be an expensive combiner. Which which is kind of interesting because if you look at the new Zeta Toys aerial bots, they're about seeker size and they're sixty bucks. Yeah, and also so, don't forget about the is it the X Trans bots that's coming out with the breakdown for forty. Right, that is now, very G one too. So that's in direct competition with the DX nine. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, and forty dollars you can get two limbs for the price of not even yeah. one yeah and, and granted though the zeta is an unknown i mean it's an un, they may be using the same factories as the as make toys in other companies but they are still something of an unknown uh variable so there is that yeah well i'm just i mean just try and compare you know uh stunicons to stunicons i hate to say it but i think x trans bots wins this one Mm-hmm. I agree. Hey, remind me, DX9's quality reputation is it good or bad? Pretty good. It's it's better. I I think they have decent quality. Yeah. Well, their carry is well. You know, that, again, it depends on how you look at the branding. DX9 unique. It depends on you know. There's there's that weirdness going on, but carry is a solid toy. It is it is rock solid. Hmm. So there's that. Yeah, and right. I think that I think that was DX9 also. So uh, to get into other very expensive combiners, we have Generation Toy GT6 Duron drill set, and this comes with a pair of drills that will actually rotate on their own. They must have a little motor in them to uh, to allow them to turn, and that or, is no. five. Five hundred and sixty-nine ninety-nine. Now you've got the green version of this, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, so so, how is the overall quality that that you run into? Is it? Uh, it's they they did they definitely had some uh 
issues. Uh, a lot of them got fixed with future pieces. So I'm sure this set's going to be great. I mean, it's not going to have any issues because this is the second set mm-hmm. of this uh, of this combiner figure. Uh, it just seems like so much when you put it in a gift set. Yeah, and I mean, it's nice finally getting a yellow Devastator other than the yellow giant because I, I think that's the only person uh, back in the day when when they did when they did ye- the yellow version of Giant uh, w- around the same time Hercules came out because remember there was a, there was that big debate on which one looked better Hercules versus Giant. So this is the first yellow Devastator we've gotten since then, hmm. but again. Five hundred and sixty-nine dollars. That's that's a lot of toy. It's a lot of money. Have we ever gotten an orange Devastator? We have still yet to not get that, right? Well, this this is not exactly yellow. Well, it's it's closer to yellow than orange, but mm-hmm. the co- I mean, it's still. You know, I'm thinking maybe they chose that color as a good in between point between the yellow and the orange, so that way, because if you did yellow, people would want orange. If you did orange, they want yellow. So this sort of to me that's what this looks like. This is more like an in between color, satisfy both people. Personally, I still rather have the the the, the translucent clear one, but that's just me. Yeah, I I like the color on this uh, because it is closer to orange than we've ever gotten, but not like you know day glow, you know not 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 like the the pure orange that like the G one one, right was. Hmm. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to pass on that one. Yeah, it's it's something I'll put on my list of like, if I see it on clearance five years down the road, you know, like what Big Bad was doing with, with some of the TFC stuff. If I see that, I might pick it up at some point way down the road. And then uh, next up on the list, we have Old Timer Series OTS-01, which I think is kind of weird. They're giving him that 01 even though this is a new design of Huff or Huffer. <laughs> yes. And First name he, Huff and last name Er. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and he's pre-order priced at $79.99. And this kind of bothers me a little bit how they do this with uh, the Bad Cube stuff is pipes, which we'll talk about next, is $10 cheaper. Which makes mm. no sense. Yeah, Other than they're like, we know Huff, Huff is going to be more popular, so we're going to put him $10 higher. Well, according to the listing, he does have a alternate face. So maybe Pipes doesn't come with that face since he only has the faceplate. And so maybe that's literally why that's there is to help cover the cost of the extra faceplate production. It looks good. I mean, you know, it's, it, you mm-hmm. know, because we don't, we don't have a masterpiece Huffer. That we know of yet, uh, other than the uh, X Trans box, but those are the those are much larger, I think, than these. And the original band Q, or the original Cubex yeah. one, which had some issues, which is one of the reasons they changed factories and changed their name. Mm. Allegedly, the only, the only thing about Bad Cube is, I mean, I've got uh, I've got one or two of their figures. I'm actually blanking on which one I've got at the moment. Uh, but it's they're over they're over engineered sometimes, and that's what sort of that's why I didn't get their hoist or trail breaker because it was just really over over engineered in my opinion. This looks like it'd be a lot simpler because it's a mini bot, and it looks good. It it, it does look good. Yeah. But I kind of want to see how, you know, it 
it fares in the uh, the QC. I mean, I'm I'm gonna get it. I I really think it looks good, and I'm really excited about it. And uh, the next one is the old time series OTS thirteen Piper, which is, or Warrior, which is their pipes, and he looks great. Yeah, and and I would probably be more. I've always liked pipes more than Huffer because at least it did something different with the design. And according to the listing at BBTS, it does not list the extra face. Yeah, but he's ten dollars cheaper. So no, no, that's what I'm saying though. That you know, <laughs> so, so maybe that maybe I was right on that. Is it does have the? Uh, but yeah, you know, I liked I like the way he looks. I, he's got a very simple color palette, but it, that blue is actually a very blue is kind of a hard color on figures to get right because you, you yeah. remember that beach remember that beachcomber Akir did that mm-hmm. looked like a good beachcomber except the color was more like a carolina blue than a beachcomber blue yeah that, Akir that, always had problems with their colors though but uh i I mean i would probably be more inclined to get pipes over huffer but you know there may be places that do do a set offer for both of them so that could be something good so are these guys effectively the same size as Masterpiece Bumblebee? Is that what I can expect here? Yeah, pretty much. They may be a little bit bigger than Bumblebee. Um, I think that's fine, I guess, for that price point. Actually, considering what Masterpiece Bumblebee went for, this is pretty darn fair, yeah. I guess I would say. And, and, and it's another indication of how, the line, price-wise, the lines between third-party and Takara are blending when you're actually getting their masterpiece level figures uh well masterpiece aesthetic you know again people will say well the, the finish isn't there or this isn't there but basically when you look at the masterpiece scale it's the same price as uh your official figures and maybe in some cases cheaper because if, if bumblebee came out now do you think he would be still be 69 dollars if he came out now coming with coming with coming with spike and the exosuit and all that probably not mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm <laughs> And finally on the list for this week, we have Generations Toy GT2 uh, Retyrant. I guess. Uh, that's yeah, a, let's, yeah, let's it's Tyrant again. It's Respace Tyrant, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and this is uh, IDW, right, right, Don? IDW. I, I believe I believe so, since I don't read the comics. But this this is yeah, basically is. a a Voyager version. Uh, maybe a little bit bigger than Voyager of the Stealth Bomber Megs because a lot of people in Generations liked that Stealth Bomber Megatron, but everyone said the same thing that I talked to. It's too small for a Megatron. Oh, this is masterpiece sized. Okay, yeah, this is yeah. big. Yeah, okay. it's like right. MP10 sized. I would, oh, okay. I would say, um, I'm interested in this one. I, I did not get the Optimus Prime from them, the GT1. Uh, I, I don't know why I like this Megatron, this look for Megatron so much. Well, probably because you're seeing a lot of Lost Night Megatron, and you and I both think those designs for La- for Last Night Megatron are some of the best-looking Megatrons they've done in the movies, and there's some design cues here. Well, you know, they, they probably copied Last Night Megatron from some of their older designs, but you still see a little bit of carryover from one to the other. Yeah, he just... Uh, some about this the sculpt and the design on him just really speaks to me it's ve- it's very it's very invocative of what i would want megatron to be after g1 mm. you, you know i will say that if they do a dreadwing 
recolor like we got for generations, I would be probably really tempted to get that in the in the G2 Dreadwing colors. Yeah, this looks like a really good mold just in general. And the Stealth Bomber mode looks really good because there's like a picture of uh, one of the uh, samples, like one of the uh, tooling samples. And you can see the underside of the bomber and it looks really clean. There's really not a lot of robot stuff to be found. So if the build quality is good, this looks like it's a really well-designed take on it for sure. Well, John, with, with John, you're not you're not the third party person that some of us are. Uh, even though uh, got, I buy third party here and there, but I'm very, at this yeah. point incredibly choosy. Exactly. So, so is this something like like a a a a casual third party buyer would be interested in, or uh, like me personally, no. But like in general, like I think I think just because it's Megatron, they certainly have a good shot at a much more casual crowd for sure. Um, it's a big name. It looks cool. It's, it is kind of expensive, I guess for like a casual person to drop 160 bucks. That's kind of a lot, yeah. but, but um, that's, I mean, that, that's good. what MP. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, that was it. I mean, like, I mean, is it, is it a little bit beyond like impulse buy even for like a hardcore fan? Maybe, but, but um, He's got everything yeah. else going for him. Yeah, and if you like that Megatron and the Generations one was too small, and he has to scale with basically MP10, this may be your only chance to get that version of your character in the scale he should be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like I think what you were going to say, Don, which you're absolutely correct, MP10 at Toys R Us right now is 159. Yeah, again, that's official versus unofficial, but right. you're still getting... There's probably, in some cases, almost as much plastic and stuff in this Megatron, not counting Prime's trailer, if you just compare robot to robot without all the trailer and stuff. You know, there's probably going to be a, a comparable level of, of what's in the actual figure itself. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you're, not, you're not paying anything more. If, if you want a leader in that format, you're paying the exact same thing that you would pay at Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely got a lot of cool factor stuff going for him. So, uh, hey, Diecast, I've asked. Uh, I'll ask again. Like Generation Toy, do they have a good reputation for quality? Can people feel pretty confident in this guy? I think uh, by now they've they've earned their uh, reputation as being pretty decent. So I think he can go ahead. Not like uh, KFC, the Kingzilla that just came out. Apparently, people have been having the arms pop off on it. So, yeah, I've out of him between him and Ape Face. That's the one I was looking at the most because, you know, I, I would eventually go back and get the Ape Face because, you know, I've always said, you know, Snapdragon has always had a better looking profile because he uses all of his parts a lot better in all three modes, whereas Ape Face winds up literally being a monkey on his back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, if, if there's problems with the, with the arms and pieces popping up, from what I've heard, the spring is it's like Trypticon. The spring is so powerful, it's basically fracturing the arm. Yeah. I was going to say that. Like, in fairness to uh, taking a risk on third-party quality stuff, like recently Hasbro, specifically Trypticon's kind of been a roll of the dice, too. So there's risk in everything, I guess, right now. Yeah. And uh, diecast, this isn't in, this isn't in the notes, but I didn't know if you wanted to mention this or not because it there it is a um, it is something that was recently announced for re- it's, it's a repaint kind of, 
but it might be something a lot of our higher end fans might be interested in. It's not a Unicron lamp by any means, but it's it's nice. <laughs> someday, Don. Someday you'll have that lamp. Someday, someday. If it if it goes on clearance and he can Donanomics it, <laughs> it <laughs> well, we know happy. he. Can, we know you can do the second part. I don't know about the other stuff. But. Yeah, it's just. But yeah, I, I thought we I thought we talk about. I thought I'd just bring this up if you wanted to show off the picture while we're doing it. So this is what? an exclusive to Big Bad. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. It, it's, it's, and, for the, and for the audio audio listeners, it's Masterpiece Battle Unicorn. <laughs> oh, yeah, finally. I'm, uh, finally, I'm just kidding. Uh, now it's it's uh, basically their uh, 3A as, you know, are, are doing the high-end uh, figures, as they're well-known for. And they are doing a Nemesis Optimus that will be the BBTS exclusive. Uh, again, it's... it's it's got the teal and it's got the red, so it's like they're trying to hit both the scourge, the scourge aesthetic, and the nemesis aesthetic. It's mm. hard to say, uh, but it will be coming out uh, fourth quarter. Um, total price is three hundred and eighty nine dollars. So it's it's probably one of the most expensive action masters you're going to buy. Um, so for that price, they don't even include the batteries. Come on. Oh, really? I, I hadn't even looked at that. I forgot to yeah, look it says that. it requires eight uh, eight special batteries. Not, well, AG, not triple A's. Yeah, it's, it's AG-13s, which is a little button sales. I like the way this figure looks, except... Now, guys, you look at this. Y'all look at the same picture I am. Uh, why do... Why does the torso proportions look so out of place compared to the legs? Is it me, or is he just like... Like dream wave legs and a short torso. They're like skewed a little bit. Like it should be a little bit boxier. And they tried to. Uh, it's like an exaggerated A stance. And it's like they try to yeah. sculpt it into A stance and then give it ankles for a bigger A stance. Yeah, I I don't like it, especially mm-hmm. not for not for four hundred dollars. Thirty dollar thirty nine dollar non refundable down payment right. required. But, you know, but again, you know, it, it is something that there are a lot of hiring collectors like, you know, the, the, there's a lot of collectors that only do uh, hot toys. I said hot topic, hot toys and sideshow 12 inch figures. And, mm-hmm. you know, those aren't cheap. The, the the only ones of those I ever wanted was the Michael Keaton, Batman and Nicholson Joker. And they were they were almost four hundred dollars. I think when they came out, you can't get one now for less than five or six hundred dollars. Easy. Uh. Yeah. So you know there are there are those higher end peoples, and I like the way it looks from a color standpoint. It's just even if this say let's say one ninety nine, which would be a hell of a figure for one ninety nine, that proportion thing is just really wonky. Yeah, it's really weird. They tried to like sculpt. They put in the sculpt like forced perspective and dynamic lines and yeah. things like that. So I guess so. It'll it gets real anime on you real yeah. fast when you start posing it, but it. You're right. If you're gonna, uh, when you look at like the normal, like just kind of like front shot of it just standing there. Yeah. It, it's it, to really me is, to me it's very dream wave. It's just long legs, short torso. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, it is coming out. It does look pretty. So you know, and if anyone wants, if anyone wants up picking this up, you know, just let us know what you think of it when you when you get it. Yep. And also, if you want to see some awesome reviews please go to RFC Reviews on YouTube 
and you can check out a bunch of reviews as well as I just uh, put up a diecast talks about stuff and I talk about KO third party and IP that sort of thing uh, so you can get my views on that and we also have on this week's RFC we talk about uh, RC so make sure to t- that that I think uh, Hasbro just canceled. Uh, it's not actually going to be at Hascon. Sorry, See, Don. He, he keeps he keeps he keeps poking the bear. It's like, like, oh, look, it's a bear. I'm gonna poke it with a stick. Well, guess what <laughs> happens? Don's gonna see me at TFCon, and uh, he may kill me. Well, well, I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned on RFC that I'm gonna try to find as many as many because uh, everyone that knows that collects Jewel Lords from Rock Lord uh-huh. Sol- Solitaire has a lot of very sharp points on her when she's in when she's in Jewel mode. So I can throw them at her, at, at him, without it being a deadly weapon because it's just a rock lord. But she has points, so I just need to find some more of those. So Don, are you gonna have to buy every version of uh, Headmaster RC that's released from now till the end of time? No, I'm, I'm, you're gonna I'm, get I'm, this one, and that's it. The only thing they're going to repaint her, un- unless they unless they do Chromia, Firestar, Alita One. Power Glass girlfriend is a robot, whatever the case may be. You know, if <laughs> if they if they do something That's different, too creepy. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, or Sea Spray's girlfriend, they, they can recolor her that she Ooh. gets her gets a robot mode again, and so you can a have T-pad. that that and Sea Spray together. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, finally, yes, I love it. Yeah. But um, unless it's a character that the mold fits, this is pretty much just going to be. RC for me in the shelf, and I'm good and done until Masterpiece RC comes out. <laughs> yes, the first one will not be a headmaster, and then in another five years they'll do uh, MP thirty seven A, which the paradron be- the, the paradron medic version. Yes, and then maybe headmaster RC. Boy, John, we'll be like we'll be like fifty by the time that happens. <laughs> I'll probably be uh, dead. So <laughs> done. Well, I'm uh, just saying, you know, it's, 20, it took me 23 years to get this. Well, you got it, bud. Yep. Well, yep, not finally. not until it's, it's in my grubby little hands. And it was a blur repaint. So, well, re- users. But the thing of it is, at least it came at a time where they were putting more. Excuse me. Massey, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's over there crying to let me let out. Um,. At least it's coming at a time where they're putting a lot of thought and effort into the remolds instead of just basically years ago they said there was a problem with their name and their name reusage is they were just slapping it on anything just to keep the name and it was never, it was it wasn't fitting the character so at least they're in a mindset now where they're trying to make everything work not just for that one character but on down the road to fit future releases so at least we're getting it at a good time yeah. And uh, that's where our money went this week. So please support the show by using tfradio.net slash Amazon. Do all your regular shopping on Amazon, and Amazon will not charge you any more. What they do is kick a couple pennies back to Brian Kilby so he can uh, keep the lights on and keep these shows going. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next time on There Goes My Money. Take care, everybody. Bye. This has been There Goes My Money. 